So we were discussing this morning about Sri Baladev and his romantic life. So I wanted to continue with that and help to bring some clarity to that interesting theological subject. Um, but I was told that Kirtan, you had some question about the class this morning, so I want to give you the opportunity to voice that. Okay, I have one question, but it's maybe a little long because this is one. It's a long question. Long question because it's a, maybe a complicated topic. Uh, I try to explain uh, my doubt. Uh, the first, uh, I follow, but not completely, this discussion about uh, Prabhupada was Saka or was not Saka. And after, I, I think that I have some question according to this, because we know from different sources that... Who's that the children, please? Uh, we know from different sources that main, uh, our, our Acharyas, if we see, uh, our, was Manjari. And we see this in the Siddha Pranali of Bhaktivinoda Thakur and others which are publicly available. Then, uh, in one moment, I don't know when and from what source, arrived this idea that some uh, Acharyas, like Prabhupada maybe, is Sakha. Then, uh, from Chaitanya Chaitanya and from Jiva Goswami we know that this, what is the ex- extraordinary gift of Chaitanya, is uh, this what we call Gopibhav. Then, how is possible that if we have some Acharyas when, when they are in Sakabhav, then can distribute uh, Manjari Bhav, because Manjari Bhav is something completely different uh, than uh, Sakabhav. Then this, is, this means that if Prabhupada is the uh, preacher around the world, the uh, message of Chaitanya or gift of Chaitanya, and his Sakha looks like he cannot give Manjali Bhav because he is in Sakha Bhav. <laughs> then, <laughs> then this is this one part, and second is that uh, I know that different Vaishnavas, uh, some Pradayas like Nimbarki or Radhavalaba, um, they are giving different kind of prema according to. Uh, Nimbarki is giving uh, Sakhaba. Sakhaba. Then, uh, and uh, uh, Radhavalaba is giving Gopalba or something like that. Vatsalya. Uh, then, Ooh, looks like, hmm? <laughs> then looks like that this, this is another part of this question, looks like this, this Sakhaba is missing somewhere because this exists but nobody is giving this. Then, uh, how we can how we can harmonize all these uh, right. topics? Right. So, do we need to briefly want to briefly put that in focus? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, ale z, z powodu tego, że ta dyskusja w ogóle istnieje, pojawiła się pewna wątpliwość we mnie, no bo to, co dał Pan Czajtania, co odróżnia sam Pradaje Czajtani od innych sam Pradaje Wisznyjskich, jest to, co nazywamy Gopi Bhav, czyli takim nastrojem służki. 
Zatem, jeżeli prał, i to jest to, co daje, tam prawda, to, to, co daje Czajtania, to co dają Aczariowie w linii od Czajtani, wiemy z, z dostępnych Siddha Pranali, czyli linii guru, na przykład u Bakimina że wszyscy nauczyciele byli, mieli tożsamość Manjari. Zatem pierwsze pytanie jest, skąd, skąd w ogóle pojawiła się ta idea sakhabawy, sak, sak czyli tej bawy, tej bawy przyjacielskiej. Druga rzecz wynika, jak dla mnie wynika z tego, że ponieważ pojawiła się ta sakhabawa, zatem nauczyciel, który jest, sako, jest w tym nastroju sakhabawy, nie może dać Manjari bawy, ponieważ jest to inny rodzaj bawy. Zatem, jeżeli Prabhupada jest tą osobą, która rozprzestrzeniła misję Czajtani na cały świat, to wygląda na to, że ta, to, co dał Czajtania, jest niedostępne na całym świecie poprzez Prabhupada, ponieważ Prabhupada jest w innym nastroju. Także to jest druga część pytania. A trzecia jest taka, że wszystkie linie wisznoickie jak linia od Nibarki czy linia od Radawalaby oni dają różny rodzaj bawy i na przykład Radawalaba daje Vatsalia bawę Nimbarka daje Saki bawę czyli tą Saki to są te służby Radarani no i wygląda na to, że nikt nie daje tego nastroju sakhów, czyli przyjaciół i chciałbym poprosić o zharmonizowanie tych, tej wątpliwości. The answers to your questions are related to the topic that I was going to speak about, but um, which is uh, the romantic life of Balram. Um, so I'm just going to say something briefly about that. We, we'll have time later, hopefully, to go back into that in some detail. But in the Braj Lila, uh, as I mentioned, uh, Balaram is not directly involved in the uh, romantic life of Krishna. Balaram is not involved directly. Indirectly, he's involved, and um, there are a number of instances in the Bhagavatam where his romantic life comes up. And it's very interesting to look at it and see what lens through which it's, uh, his romantic life is viewed by the Gaudiya Acharyas. And if we look carefully at that, we'll see that his uh, involvement with Madhurya Rasa is always in an assisting role, not in a tasting role. Even in the form of his Shakti, Anandamanjari, Um, which sometimes uh, people like to devotees uh, like to think that Ananda Manjari and, 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 and Balaram are one and, and as Ananda Manjari Balaram is tasting Madhurya Rasa uh, it's not a strong kind of case to make uh, because uh, in Gaudiya Vaishnavism we emphasize the, 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 the Bhava rather than the Tattva And the oneness between Balaram and Ananda Manjari, Radharani's sister, who is the Shakti expansion of Balaram, is one of Tattva. So the Shakti uh, and the Shakti Man, for example, Radha and Krishna are one in terms of Tattva. Abeda hmm? Bed means that the Shakti is one with and different. So there's a oneness from a Tatha point of view, but from a Baba point of view, they're obviously different. If they weren't different, and their experiences in Baba weren't different, there would be no Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. 
there is a Chaitanya Mahaprabhu because Krishna doesn't have the same experience that Radha has and he wants to experience it. So, the difference between Radha and Krishna is, is, is stressed in Kodi Vaishnava. And the difference in general is even more emphasis in the beta paid equation of Kodi Vaishnavism. Because again, from a type of point of view, Krishna is married, right? Even to the gopi's husbands. He's the husband of everybody. So we want to look only through the tattva lens. All the all the all the lila will disappear. All the bhava will disappear. So it's an important point. Now, with regard to Balaram and Manjari, for example, well, they're one from a tattva point of view. She is the shakti of Balaram, and the shakti is dependent upon shaktiman. In that sense, they're one, but they're very different in bhava because Balaram is in sakibhav, right? And Angamanjari, on the other hand, is in uh, is is uh, in Madhurya with Krishna. Balaram is not the object of her love. Hmm? Krishna is the object of her love, um, and so uh, Balaram in the Brajalila is not directly, to be brief, involved in Krishna's romantic life. He's aware of it, and he gets out of the way so that it can happen and so forth, in important senses. And we have to look at other aspects of his romantic life as well, but it all comes to the same point. Balaram is not directly involved in Madhurya Rasa, um, because he resides over some Mananuga, which is the Dasya, Sakya, and Vatsalya, not Kamanuga, of Braj, and the way he presides is one thing, and his experience is another that it's centered on Sakyarasa and, and mixed with Dasya and, um, and uh, Vatsalya. So, he has an assisting role. Now, if his uh, friend, best friend, Krishna, is going to take another, extend his lila in the form of Gaur lila, become Gaur Krishna, in, in pursuit of Radha Bhava. Where's hmm? called the truth? So, here is a chance now for, for Balaram in the form of, he's going to go with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. In fact, he goes before him. We heard this morning he appeared 12 years before him in Gaur lila, waiting for him to come. Right, hmm? he's ahead of the, the game, so to speak. He, he is, he is. He cannot be complete without Krishna. Other avatars of Krishna can be complete without him in their emotional life with their Lakshmi, hmm? but Balaram cannot be. He he has to be with Krishna, or as an sage with all the avatars of Vishnu and so on and so forth. I'm going through this quickly, but. Um, uh, to get to your, your, your question. But as Nityananda Ram, he, he enters the Gaur Lila, Gaur Mangal, which is non different from Vrindavan, right? Krishna is coming as Shaitanya Mahaprabhu, and he's coming in a particular mood, right? He's coming to give, to taste Gopi Bhav. Shaitanya Mahaprabhu is coming to the world to taste Gopi Bhav, right? 
So, Nidhananapu is there now, they're in a different leela. But uh, his role does not change. He's assisting Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as his closest associate, his friend. Um, in a way, he's also assisting in Krishna belief, but now he can be more directly involved. Because in this leela, there's two things happening. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is tasting Gopi Bhav and he is distributing Gopi Bhav. For Nityananda can be directly involved in distributing Gopi Bhav. And as I said, there's no one in Gaur Leela who is more, um, uh, who, 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 who uh, did more to shed a light on Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and his gift than Nityananda And that includes the writings of the Goswamis and everything that, that point this out. He did it without writing, just by the force of his uh, bhava and ecstasy. He began the Gaudiya Sampradaya. The Gaudiya Sampradaya begins with Nityananda Prabhu. Hmm? He has associates with him, right? Dwarasa Gopal, Sri Dhamma's there, Subal, Stoka Krishna. Hmm? You know the term Dwarasa Gopal, right? These are 12 coward friends of Krishna and Balaram. They come in war leela with Nityananda. You're aware of that? No. Okay. So it's an important point. Um, and these, uh, these, just like their Astasaki, eight gopis, their Dwarasa Gopal, eight and twelve makes. Twenty. <laughs> right? Eight and twelve makes twenty, and um, and then there are how many brothers of Vishabhana? Four? Four or three. Some place say four, some say three, so let's say four. And Vishabhana Marsh is five, and five times four. Uh, so all of these, uh, all of these uh, Gopals, twelve, and all these Gopis, eight, they all have connection with the family of extended family of Radharani. They're from that side of the Braj. Hmm? Just an interesting point. Um, but they're uh, as famous as the Asasakis are the Dwarasa Gopals. Hmm? For example, then they have their names, of course, in Borlila, like Abhiram Thakur. Uh, like um, uh, uh, Goridas Pandit. Goridas Pandit is like the, what like, must be like brother-in-law of, of, uh, of Nityananda Prabhu. Hmm? Goridas Pandit, um, we, talk, we could talk a little bit about some of them. Uh, Goridas Pandit, I mean, these, uh, uh, and then there are Upagopals also. And among the Dinanda's associates, Upagopals. They're not the Dwasagopals, but they're also Gopals coming from Golok. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, many, many stories about them. Uh, one of them, Udarandata. In all of them, amongst the Dwasagopals, they are either Priyasakas or Priyanarmasakas. Priyasakas means they have uh, just pure Sakiras, no mix. 
Priyanara means they have pure sakirasa, but it's influenced by Madhurya. Hmm? So, Subal. Subal Saka. You familiar with this person in Krishna Leela? Subal Saka. Um, I mentioned, maybe it was this morning, that when Raghunathas Das in his 108 names of Radha is given a name for one of the names of Radha, who who dons the swarup of of uh, Subal. Hmm? The implication is when she wants to taste Madhurya Rasa, Radha only takes the shape of Subal. This is not something that happens in time, right? But um, um, this friend of Krishna, Subal, he appears as Goridas Pandit. They, uh, the first the first deities of the Gaudiya Sampradaya other than Madan Mohanji, Govindaji, uh, uh, Gopinath, um, they may have manifest before Gaudiya Sampradaya started, but their worship within Gaudiya Sampradaya came later. Maybe maybe Madan Mohan in the beginning, I think I'd wait to have some connection with him, but uh, the first deities of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, they appeared with uh, in the house of Gauri Das Pandit. He had deities of Gore and Nityananda. I just told one time that Gore Nityananda came to the house of, of Gauri Das Pandit, stayed with him for some time, and then they were leaving. So Gauri Das Pandit said to them, you can't leave. I'm not going to let you leave. He was very attached to them in his in Sakurasa. Hmm? All these Dwarasa Gopals, they're all in Sakurasa. They're either Priyanarmasakas or Priyasakas. He's a Priyanarmasaka. He's worshipping Gornitai. Hmm? And sometimes they look like Krishna and Balaram. And then they look like Gornitai. Prajananda hmm? Yeh informs us. So they're leaving, and Gorda says, You can't leave. And Mahaprabhu says, We're there on the altar. The deity is, is not different from us. So we're there on the altar. And Gorda said, I don't want them ones on the altar, I want you. So Gorda said, Okay, and they went up on the altar. And then the deities walked off. <laughs> These are the kind of people they were. The Dwarasical Falls. This is the, they're, they're beautifully described in Chaitanya Charitamrita and in Vrindavan uh, 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 Das's work, uh, Chaitanya Bhagavad, Bhakti Ratnakar, and so forth. Um, they were very. Uh, they were, it was very difficult for them to contain their sakyabhava. It would sometimes show up externally in their sadhaka dehas, in the way that they eccentrically dressed themselves, uh, for example, and uh, for you, the, the description of Miniketan Ramdas. You know Miniketan Ramdas? Fish flag Ramdas? <laughs> Fish flag. Fish means which means the carrier of Cupid. Hmm? You know, Cupid rides on a fish. Hmm. So, 
he's, he's around us in Borlila, who's steep in Priyanarma, Sakya, Bhava. And he's named Miniketan because this means influence of, of Madhuryaras in his, in his Sakya, Bhav, the, the flag of Cupid's carrier, for example. The story, his story is given by Krishna Das. How he came to the house of Krishna Das's brother, you know the story? Miniketan hmm? Ramdas. Came to Krishna Das tells the story in Chaitanya Charitamrita. He came to his house hmm? and he was holding a flute. And and he would people would see him and pay obeisances to him, pay, bow down, and he would jump on top of them, roll on top of them. Hmm? And it said that um, I have written a beautiful description of him. I, I, if I had known, I, I would have brought it and, and, and read it. Maybe, maybe tomorrow in the morning I'll read some of the some of the uh, uh, some descriptions of some of these friends of, of Mr. Nandabu. They're they're eccentric characters uh, uh, whose company is desirable. Many Ramda said that 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 tears constantly poured from his eyes, and whoever saw him cry, they were forced, tears came in their eyes as well. Krishna says, I saw him, one limb trembling, another stunned, tears pouring from his eyes, hair standing on him. Really very, very uh, graphic descriptions of Ram Dass's Satyakabhavas in Satyarasa. And uh, unfortunately, in the house of Nidhinanthapu's uh, brother, where Krishnadas, or uh, Krishnadas' brother, where he was staying, Krishnadas' brother had an offensive attitude towards Nityananda, and it showed up to Krishnadas by the way in which Krishnadas' brother disrespected Miniketan Ramdas. And so, <coughs> so, um, Krishnadas left home. That's when Nityananda came to him in a dream. Some dreams are worth having. Hmm? And he came along with his associates, the Dvarasa Gopals, and they were all uh, in their gore lila dehas, bodies, but dressed up like gopas, with earrings and ankle bells and flutes and sticks and uh, all such uh, cowherding paraphernalia. And together with Nityananda Ram, they were chanting, Krishna, Krishna, Krishna. And Nityananda Prabhu told Krishnadas in the dream, Go to Vrindavan, all your desires will be fulfilled. And he woke up. And he went to Vrindavan. He never looked back. And when he got to Vrindavan, or it's the time, he was chosen and he, he was blessed to write Chaitanya And This is his confession. He has a, a confessional section that he's writing in Chaitanya Charitamrita. And before he tells this story that I just told you in brief, he says, I'm going to tell a story that should not be told. It's as secret as the, as the Vedas, which are not supposed to be shared with just anybody because people don't have an ear for them, for it. Make some qualification. But I'm going to tell it to you because if I don't tell it to you, then the mercy of Nityananda Prabhu will not be known. How he, how he showed me grace, and how he, the implication of how he, Nityananda Prabhu, 
how Chaitanya Charitamrita would not be offended and written without Nityananda Prabhu hmm? sending in Dupagnava or desires would be fulfilling. And really, the, he was chosen at that point by Nityananda Prabhu. Vrindavandas hmm? Thakur, the author of Chaitanya Bhagavat, hmm? his Bhav is Sakyabhav. Chaitanya Charitamrita is written in Madhuri Bhav from Krishnadas Kaviraj. Vrindavandas Thakur's Bhav is Isakyabhav. Uh, Kavi Karnapur has identified him with uh, one of the Gopals of, uh, of, of Braj. Hmm? And in the book he says that I was told by Antaryami Nityananda Guru, Nityananda Guru, the, 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 the deity of my heart, to write this book. On his order I'm writing it. So, this is just to emphasize a, a point I've been making. That no one has done more to shed light on the significance of the contribution of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu than Nityananda Prabhu. We read this morning section from my book I quoted, Vrindavan Dasdhapa, who said, Gobi Baba is given in this world by Nityananda Prabhu. We say it's been given by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, but the point is that Nityananda Prabhu, his hands are like this, two hands out, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu like this. One hand out, but other hand he's gone. Hmm? To the other side. Nityananda Prabhu fully here and giving Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to the world. Hmm? So, indirectly, he's giving Gopi Bhav to the world because he, he began the whole thing. He quickly said, don't worship Krishna, worship Gore. And people began to follow. It was a very bold thing. All of a sudden, you know, there's a couple of nice Bengali uh, devotees, Vaishnavas, and one of them says, don't worship Krishna, worship him. That's a pretty strong point. To, how are you going to convince? Who are you going to convince that, that don't worship Krishna, worship him? Hmm? And then you can understand Krishna. But you can understand the power of Nityananda Prabhu in, in that that's the kind of thing he said. There were no books written, no Goswami commentaries, no Chaitanya Charitamrita, who is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, why all the arguments given, why is Krishna, none of these things. Hmm? Nityananda Ram just saying, worship him. This is this is my this is my Krishna. Hmm? And in this form. And people did it. So what was the power of Nityananda Prabhu to, to, to get that kind of a following, right? And in a very short period of time. Hmm? mentioned the dates in this, this morning's reading. A very short period of time that he was in Bengal with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu before Chaitanya Mahaprabhu took Sanyas. But Mahaprabhu, as you know, Chaitanya Charitamrita told Nityananda stay in Bengal. Don't come to Puri every year. Stay in Bengal and deliver the people. And he did this with his associates. Um, and, and of course, uh, they were... Uh, I say a good number of them. They established preaching centers throughout Bengal, and and they carried in their hearts Sakyabhav, like Nityananda Prabhu. Balaram is steeped in Sakyabhava. His to go back, and uh, I would like to speak more extensively on this, but to go back to his romantic life as Balaram and Braj. His romantic life is not Rodmark, it's Mariana. Hmm? The Rodmark of, of Balaram 
is the Sakya Bhav. This is the this is the wind of the of the, the, the focus of the Gaudi Acharyas on Balaram is Sakya Bhav. Hmm. Now, how do you get Bhav? What Bhav will you get? And how will you get it? Where will it come from? Hmm. Is the Bhava already inside of you? No. You got that one. You must be listening to somebody. <laughs> Bhakti is not part of the constitution of the Tatasta Shakti. Bhakti is constituted as Farup Shakti. And um, so that Farup Shakti can make ingress into the Jiva and influence the Jiva. Just like the, well, just like but more so the material energy can make ingress. Material energy is objective. Tasta Shakti, Srup Shakti are subjective. <clears throat> so, it's not a good mix. Matter and consciousness don't mix, right? But matter, in a form of this, in a subtle form, is a potentiality, the Maya Shakti. It can influence the Tatasta Shakti. Similarly, the Sarup Shakti can influence the Tatasta Shakti. Of course, it has a greater capacity to influence in that it's also subjective. So there are two, two, two consciousness things. Matter is asat, achat, achit, nirananda. Tatasta Shakti is satchirananda anu, anu, tiny, tiny. And Sarup Shakti is sat, Sambit, chit, or excuse me, chit, sambit, and platini. It's like such an unknown steroids. Sandini, sambit, platini. Why? Because if the jiva is an atom of sat, chit, ananda, it has, it's, it's sat, Rita says, it's eternal, it's eternal, it's eternal. It's obviously a, 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 a um, has a, it's a, uh, like the ground of knowing, also. Cognizance. It has the capacity to love. It's such, it's ananda, ananda. But it's ananda, it's, it's ananda. It's chit are not such that they can dispel on their own the influence of the Maya Shakti. Right? So that tiny jiva can be influenced by Maya Shakti. Um, the Sarup Shakti, on the other hand, well, Maya Shakti has no capacity to stand in the presence of the Sarup Shakti. Well, to speak of that being her power, she has the power to overwhelm Krishna. In fact, Krishna is Brahman, overwhelmed by his Shakti. The form of Krishna is arising out of the influence of his Sarup Shakti. So, the power of the Sarup Shakti is considerable. And this, the power of the Jivas is small in comparison. So, it needs the ingress of Sarup Shakti. It's not part of this constitution. And you understand that point. So, how will we get power? Hmm? The seed of Baba is explained in Bhagavad Gita that is Sangha. That is Sangha. 
It's the same as the material life. As you associate, so you become. We accept that principle, right? If you have bad association, you become bad. Good association, your capacity to be good is enhanced considerably. If you have an association of the Shakti, this 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 power that we want to attain is eternally existing, right? It cannot be a, something of this world, as we said the other day. It has to be eternal, and it resides in the paradigmatic figures of the Leela, like Subal, Sridham, Nanda, for yes, for Yasoda, for Vatsalya Rasa, uh, Lalita, Shaka, in. Hmm? Uh, uh, Madhuri Rasa and so forth. Patrak, Raktak in, 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 in uh, Dasya Rati. And so when that comes to this world, then we, the Dasya Shakti, have the opportunity to be influenced by that, right? And the vehicle through which it comes is Sadhasam, right? So when uh, we have Sadhasanga, Powerful sadhusanga with a devotee in a particular bhava, that bhava that you will get. Be careful who you hang out with. <laughs> <laughs> that you will get. Now we are all Gaudi Sampradaya. So Gaudi Sampradaya, as you say, is saturated with, with Gopi Bhav. It's saturated with Gopi Bhav. This is what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to taste. And as a result of tasting, to give. His giving is like, a byproduct of his tasting it. Because he tastes it and he goes mad and he gives it to people who aren't qualified. <laughs> That's madness. How you give the highest such thing to unqualified people? It is a madness, right? It is a who is Christianity in a weak condition. And so we can take advantage of him. <laughs> yeah. So it's overflowing. There's a method to his madness. We observe his madness, and also we see the method, and it's contagious, so we take up the method, right? So, um, he came to give this bhava to the world. Now, who are the gurus of the Gaudiya Sampradaya? Well, uh, Krishna is gore in his Acharya Leela. So when Krishna wants to teach by example that is Gaurdeva. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu takes the position of of an Acharya in the sense that he principally taught by his own example. He didn't write many books and so forth, but by his own example. And and precept, uh, what can I say, example speaks louder than precept. So uh, he's legally emphasizes the point that if you want to teach, you should be practicing. Right? then it will have some power. So, he is the, what do we call it, like Samasti Guru of the Gaudiya Sampradaya. You have the macrocosmic guru, and then you have the microcosmic gurus in the different little parampuras, right? Hmm? I was saying the other day, we were in Prague, and I was explaining that Raghunath Das Goswami was under the care of Saruk Damodar, and he wanted to have direct instructions from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He asked. Mahaprabhu said, What do you want to talk to me for? He's talking to Sarupanamada. Um, 
sometimes we find persons want to speak uh, they don't want to have a guru they want to have a Christian directly something like that or sometimes we think oh uh, uh, some people think I want to have Prabhupada is my guru because he's a big guru and these other gurus are smaller gurus so he's gone some people think like that so they want to make some jump right we don't know these things problem but uh, a nice example can help us because the guru is one who comes to us he's like just tailor made so to speak custom for us um, and if you and, but he's local Fakimunu Thakur said in Kali Yuga he said that only the previous acharyas will be appreciated <laughs> <laughs> the present acharya so this goes on and on this experience with the Prabhupada you know wanting to jump over it says it's an ongoing thing for generations right it happens like this so the big groups are the ones that have already come and gone Pujapachita Marsh gave an example if you want to look at a distant star you have to use a telescope right and on the telescope the telescope is made up of a number of lenses you have a big lens on the one end and then it is smaller 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 hmm? so if you think I want to look at the stars and I give you the telescope and say look through this small part here and you go no I'm going to look through the big one <laughs> <laughs> then you're only going to get a headache from that <laughs> that won't work hmm? so the big one is the one that comes to you hmm? and, and is, uh, is and knows what you need to hear <laughs> and can tell you no that's not right Purvachari is already gone can't say that to you in the same way, right? So, so Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is the macrocosmic guru. Hmm? But Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is not the only macrocosmic guru because Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and the Prabhu are the macrocosmic guru. Bande Guru, Bande Shri Krishna Chaitanya, Nityananda Sahodito, Vododai Pushpabandhu Chitra Sandhu. Krishna Das, this is, this is the uh, one of the Namaskar verses of the Mangalacharya preface, the sacred preface of Chaitanya Charitamrita, and it's a specific one where he identifies the presiding deities of his book. And he says, they came, Gaur and Nityananda Prabhu, hmm, together, like it's, he, he says, as if the sun and the moon rose at the same time. He, he draws on an example from nature that would be astounding if it happened. If the sun would rise and the moon fall with it at the same time, time would stop. He wants to give an example like that. Such an extraordinary thing. They came together. And together they they, they dispelled the darkness of ignorance with the desire, which is the desire for dharma, artha, kama, and moksha, and it gave praying. So these two, Gaur and Nityananda, they are the macrocosmic gurus of Gaudi Vaishnavism. And, and, and you might want to include a Dwaita, but there's a slight difference there. 
that is, that Gorna Dinanda, their Krishna and Balaram, they came from Vrindavan. Don't tell us to the way to Paribar. The way to charge you, Gijara. But they, they're coming directly from Vrindavan, as Narutan Thakur says, what? Gulukar Premodhan Rinam Sankirtan Prajanda Namdana Jesh Ajishuta Vayose Balaram Guido Vindai. Prajanda Namdana Krishna came. And Balaram came with him. And who are they in Gorila? They are Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Nityananda Prabhu, respectively. That they are steeped in in Brajarasa. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is coming to taste Ramavala. Krishna is absorbed in all Rasas. He's Rasaraj. Hmm? But particularly, he's, uh, this Madhuri Rasas captured him, right? Some of his friends know that, they want to participate in that and help him, right? As I mentioned. Hmm? Balaram is in Sakyarasa, right? Completely. Completely. Hmm? Any, any romantic life that he has is practically like some. Uh, distant. I mean, we, we'll go through the examples in Bhagavatam, and you can understand it better. Um, the, the main focus, the, the, the way, the lens is focused through the Goswami's writing on Balaram, journey to Sakura. So he's coming, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is coming to taste Radha Bhav. is not coming to taste Radha Bhav. Nityananda was coming to do what he does in Vrindavan to, to, to assist um, Krishna, to love Krishna. As a friend, this is the Parina, the Pariva Sutra of the first canto of Brihad Bhagavatamrita. Hmm? The whole book, first first canto of Brihad Bhagavatamrita, it comes out of this one statement. It's the statement of Krishna to Narada. Because after Narada is going through all the lokas looking for the highest devotees, hmm? He comes to Dwarka and he reminds Krishna about Braj in a way that, that causes Krishna to become apparently disturbed. And there's a whole commotion and a whole problem. Nara's thinking, oh my God, I've, I've come here and I've caused a problem. And Krishna turns to him and says, Good old Bhagavad Don't think like that. He says, The best friend. The upakari, the best helper, the best friend, is the one who reminds one of his dear host. Hmm? You reminded me of, of gopis, and their love is the highest. That's the end of the story. You understand? Hmm? So through Nara, who, as we've already explained, is the partial expansion of Madhavangal, who's a Priyanarmasaka in Braj. The truth about the gopi's position being the highest love is brought out in the seminal book, the, 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 the original book of Gaudiya Vaishnavism, Sanatana Goswami's Priyat Bhagavatamrita, which is what the Bhagavatam is about. And then we go to the second canto, of course, and the protagonist in the second canto is Gopu Kumar. He's a, he's a Priyanarma Saka, right? So that there's some, there has some Sakura's connection with Gaudiya. You're getting the point? 
somehow it's in there. Some, somehow it's in there. It's a few places, a few important places. And of course, through through the vehicle of, of, of Gopu Kumar, the same point is made. The second candle of Bhagavatamrita is about what is the loka, the place that corresponds with the devotee's highest love. And of course, it's Goloka, and he enters into Goloka, and the glory of the gopi's love is pointed out. Um, but in pointing it out, of course, um, he, 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 it's pointed out through Asaka, and, um, and, and similarly, Nityananda Prabhu in Sakyarasa is pointing out what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is all about and trying to help people have the experience of that. That's what he's doing. He's not coming to taste Gopi Bhava. And you can hear the, you can read the, 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 the descriptions of the Tanana he, He's fully absorbed in Sakya Bhava, drinking milk from the teats of the cows, and, and you know, he's very eccentric Sakya. So, I asked, how do we get Bhava? The only way we can get Baba is by associating with someone who has it. While the Sampradaya is saturated with, with Madhurya Rasa, right? Through the, through the emotions of the devotees put into their songs, through the commentaries of the Goswamis and the Sumya Acharyas in, in, in Madhurya Rasa and so forth. So there's a powerful current of that that we are going to be influenced by. I want to say collectively. There may be one particular sadhu in your life, that's one thing, but collectively, we're obviously going to be influenced by Madhurya Bhava, right? And Nityananda set, want to help very much more than anybody, set this all in motion, get it going. Nonetheless, he is in Sakyabha. And so, it just happens to be there in Bodhisattva. He's not trying to promote it directly in one sense, but but some people, Bob is contagious. Hmm? So his associates, they have it. They are circulating it. And there are many, many lineages in Gaudi Sampradaya of Sakyabhav. In fact, Prabhupada, my Guru Maharaj, he was born in the Sakyabhav family of Gaudi Vaishnavism. And their patron saint of the family was Udharandatta of Saptagram. Udharandatta is one of the Dwarasa Gopals. He's a Priyanarma Sakra hmm? in, 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 uh, in, in, in the Braj Lila. What is his name? Um, escape me for the moment. But at, annually, prophets, when he was a boy, his family would go to Saptagram. He was from the Day family and the Subarnamani community. It's a, it's a mercantile community that Nityananda Guru and the Dwarasa Gopals delivered spiritually and materially. Their social position was um, uh, a blemish unfairly by Balal Singh, the king there. And Bhakti Dhanasar were compared the blemish that unfairly came on the whole community of merchants, they were merchants, gold merchants, um, was such that their social position was like that of Haridas Thakur in Hindu society. <laughs> Not very good. Hmm? So they were very much um, 
downtrodden, uh, in a downtrodden position socially, materially, and they, but they were nominally, nonetheless, Vaishnavas. He made that, he delivered them materially and turned their nominal participation in Gaudi Vaishnavism into substantial participation and a huge wave of Sakyarasa was distributed throughout uh, Al Bengal. And there is, if you look at the history, and in my, the second chapter of my book, I've given the history, uh, you can find generation after generation after generation this Sakyarasa. Now, why is it not so prominent? There's two reasons it's not so prominent. One, it's because Nityananda is, is giving emphasis on Madhurya Bhava and trying to give the, this Bhava Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to everybody. So it's kind of a byproduct that some people will be affected by that. Hmm? No harm. Hmm? Right? When I was speaking with Bhaktivedanta Narayana, the first time he came to America, uh, uh, we had a temple at that time in the northwest of the United States, and so we invited him. We were the only temple in North America to host him. We hosted him at our temple. I was talking with him privately about this subject, and um, we were arguing a little bit, politely, <laughs> and um, and I said that uh, uh, yes, but Akinchin Krishna Das Babaji, disciple of Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, was famous for his kirtan. Mm-hmm. You, you may have heard of him. Some of us, myself, are the fortunate associated with him. Uh, uh, so I told. But this is Kinchin and Krishna Das Bhakti Maharaj. He was a very close friend of Shira Maharaj, a close friend of Prabhupada. Once one of my godbrothers went to Shira Maharaj's moth before uh, Prabhupada left the world to visit her, that Krishna Das was there. And he wanted to record him, you know, with the, his kirtan. So he went there and Krishnadas was uh, uh, there, and he, he wasn't chanting at the time. So the devotee approached him and he said, uh, you know, my name is so-and-so, and I wanted to record your, your kirtan. You know, will, you, will you chant so I can record it? And, and then Krishnadas said, that's not the teaching. <laughs> the teaching is not that you record me chanting, that you chant. How do you chant? <laughs> and he said, but if you want to record something, come with me. And he took him upstairs to the veranda of Shida Marsh, and he said, whatever he says, record that. <laughs> he used to make a pilgrimage every year to Hapaniya, to the birthplace of, of, of Shida Marsh. So they were very close. Hmm? And Shida Marsh has a letter. A letter from Krishnadas Babaji. And in the letter, Babaji Marsh told him, I have attained my ideal. I saw Krishna and Balaram with their friends entering the forest, and they took me with them. He left the world, his place is in Nandagram. Shiramarsh took he found his place in Sakharas. So I told him, but, but, but Krishna says it's like this. He said, yes, uh, he told me that. He said, yes, yes, no harm. No harm. <laughs> so that's a modern example, right? 
There are other, other examples. Dr. Kapoor gives a nice example, Adikeshwadas, second Bhaktisiddhanta. In his book about the saints of Braj, hmm? one lady saint, hmm. and how she developed Satyabhav. Hmm? It's a beautiful story. Hmm? I include in that also history. You have the, you have the lineage of Abhiram Thakur with Sridham, or Sud- not Abhiram Thakur, but uh, Sundarananda, who is Sudama, Krishna Leela, not Sudama Brahman, but the Sudama of Braj, one of the Priyanarmasakas. Hmm? One of the Priyanarmasakas, four of whom, including Sudam, Dham, Vasudam, Kinkini, the Tantra says, that they are make up the Antakarana of Krishna. That means Krishna is a coward boy. What your Antakarana, what your subtle body is, that's what you are. <laughs> Krishna is a coward boy. He has three identities. He's the son of Yashoda. He's the lover of Brahma. And he's a coward boy. And these are the three centers of the Bhagavatam. You study the Bhagavatam, 10th canto, you find these are the three centers. There's a Vatsali Rasa center. That means the uh, Dhamadar Lila extends over several chapters. Extensive, if you, uh, is, uh, uh, if you hear it properly, then it's, it's a very powerful um, sharing of Vatsalya Bhava. And then you have, of course, the Rasali, five chapters. This is the center of the center of the book, all about Madhuri Rasa. And then you have the Brahma Vimohan Lila. Hmm? Chapters uh, 11, 12, 13, and then all of Brahma's prayers. Mm-hmm. And one of what he says, Spoken in Sakyarasa. And then you have the 15th chapter, Denakasura Lila. This is, this is showcasing the Pauganda Leela of Krishna. The Pauganda Leela means his boyhood Leela, the age. That age is an Udipana from Sakyavad. Hmm? And so, in this chapter, there's, there, what's happening is there's an overview of the Pauganda Leela hmm? that begins from the Adi Pauganda to the Sesh Pauganda, the end of the Pauganda Leela, where Krishna, in his Pauganda Leela, in the Madhyam and the Sesh, the middle and the end of his Pauganda Leela, Begins to develop, begins to develop uh, romantic uh, feelings for the gopis. The chapter ends with Krishna and the gopis exchanging glances at Uvarag. So it's also it's a, this is a very very important chapter for Sakyarasa. And again, very embedded in there, embedded in there. You have to look carefully, and have good guidance. This Priyanarmasaka Bhav is also found. It's a very interesting chapter. So that's the Sakyarasa center. These are the centers. Even the Dasyarasa of Golok is influenced by Sakya. So, so there's a history in the lineage. Uh, you could take it from, um, as far as Prabhupada goes, I mean, if you want to say my guru was in this bhava or that bhava, then you need some pramana, right? Some evidence. Hmm? If you say my evidence 
for <laughs> forgive me, but you say my evidence for Prabhupada being in Madhurya Rasa is well everybody in the Sampradaya is in Madhurya Rasa. Hmm? This song is about Madhurya Rasa. Hmm? That song is about Madhurya Rasa. He chanted Jai Radhamanda. That must be about Madhurya Rasa, right? This is mentioned in the Gurubhastakam. We were singing that every morning. This is about Madhurya Rasa. So, obviously, Prabhupada must be in Madhurya Rasa. This is my evidence. Okay. Kind of. Now, if I turn around and say, here's my evidence. Prabhupada told me, I'm in Sadhirasa. That's pretty better evidence. Now, if you don't know about that evidence, there's every reason for you to assume that Prabhupada's in, in, in Maria Rasa, of course. And you make that case. And if you want your disciples to be influenced by Madhurya Rasa, then you may make this case all even stronger. And, uh, because if there are, some of them are influenced by Prabhupada, then you might want to, like Bhaktivedanta Narayan Raj made it very strong. Madhurya Rasa is your own only home. But if you talk to him privately, like I have on like, three different occasions, well, you might hear something a little different also. Hmm? So he had some preaching strategy. Hmm? My point is not to discuss he's or he's not. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just using examples. Okay. I'm just using examples. I, I think what he did was fine. <laughs> and like Chris says, I just say, explaining that the, 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 there is, there, there's, uh, there's more to the story, I would say. Yeah, so... Even some of his even some of his own disciples, But I mean, all all things aside, there 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 is overwhelming evidence for Prabhupada being in Sakyarasa. And primarily, of course, he, he said it on several occasions. I brought up a couple of examples where he would say, "Well, the gopis, right?" And we sing this song, so he must be in the Rasa. When we asked Prabhupada about it, he said, could be Sakyarasa. That's what he said. Hmm? Or Sakyarasa, he said. Why is he going to say that? Hmm? Jairadamadu. Have you ever heard Prabhupada's commentary on Jairadamadu? Song? You know he liked to sing Jairadamadu? Prabhupada's commentary on Jairadamadu, the song about the know Jairadamadu, ends with his um, uh, citing uh, uh, Sukadeva Swami, who, who in the what is it the, the, the twelfth chapter of the Sakyarasa center of uh, one of the chapters of, of Bhagavatam, where Sukadeva says, um, "What is it?" Itam He said, "These camera boys, holy cow!" He said, "What is their position?" Hmm? That person who the who the who the jnanis uh, are meditating on as the supreme Brahman, hmm? that person who is the worshipful God of those in Vaidhi Bhakti, that person who who ordinary people think is just an ordinary person, these people, these camera boys, they're like hanging out with them. Hmm? They're just like buddies with him. What is their position? He says. 
it describes their characteristics, their own vows, how they conduct themselves, and so forth. And so Prabhupada, after, after explaining Jairadamas, and there's Jairadamas, and Yashodananda, and he goes through the different rasas, all of which are found in that song. The whole of the Braj is found in the song, not just Madhurya Rasa. And in the end, well, another thing, he ends with this, and so he, he drifts right into his own vow. So, anyway, at any rate, if you want evidence, you can say to me, this guru said this, this guru said this, this guru said this about my guru, but when my guru says to me this, I want to listen to that. And I have good reason for that. And now that it's not just what he says, there's a way to experience that too. Hmm? I have no dreams. So, so uh, if we take Prabhupada, and if you don't want to take Prabhupada, you can take me. Hmm? Am I in Gaudi Sampradaya? Okay. Well, I have some interest in that. <laughs> Where does it come from? It doesn't come from the Baba Sampradaya, right? It can't come from the Nibarka Sampradaya. Where is it going to come from? Where is Balaram? Always in the Gaudi Sampradaya. must be there, to some extent, right? And then we can go back, historically, we look at Bhakti Vinod. Let's look at Bhakti Vinod. Because we mentioned him, right? Kamal Manjari. Bhakti Vinod comes in the line of Nityanandapur, coming from Janavadevi, his Diksha Guru Parampara. But Janavadevi is the consort of Nityanandapur. And he and she became prominent in the Gaudi Sampradaya after the disappearance of Nityanandapur. Prior to uh, uh, his disappearance, Nityananda Prabhu's influence in the Dwarasical Pauls, who I mentioned, was, they were very, their influence was prominent, and there were many lineages of Sakyarasa that were the beginning, really, of, of, of Gaudi Sampradaya. Hmm? So, we were also talking about why it's not prominent, right? One reason is because, well, we put in focus on Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's gift and, and so forth and so on. But another reason, there's some practical reasons also. Hmm? The practical side of it is that with the disappearance of Nityanandapu, Janapu became prominent, and Janapu is in Madhurya Rasa. Hmm? And Janapu's prominent position arising in conjunction with the disappearance of Nityanandapu also coincides with the publishing of the Goswami's books in all that was not available to Nityanandapu which is a huge, like, uh, or powerful, powerful, compelling explanation of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's uh, gift and internal reasons for his appearing and so forth, and brought out beautifully in Chaitanya Charitamrita and so on. Hmm? So, John rising to a, a position of prominence, along with all of these texts and, 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 and so forth, gave a very powerful uh, emphasis on Madhurya Rasa. Hmm? And then, as the associates of Mahaprabhu, Janava, and others of any time, they began to leave the world, then the influence of Gaudiya Sampradaya weakened in the world. Hmm? Like Krishna says in Gita, what does he say? Sometimes this teaching becomes covered, right? By the influence of time. And we have to re-ignite re, um, it, 
put new energy into it. And I, I do that in six. I, I arrange for that, right? So, Gaudi Sampradaya, it weakened to some extent. And by the time of Bhakti Vinodhapur, Gaudi Vaishnavism in its homeland, Bengal, was not respected by pious and educated Hindus. If a Gaudi came to your door begging, and you, and you said to yourself, who's at the door? Oh, it's a sadhu. Uh, he wants some fruit. He's a Gaudi. Oh, then give him something and tell him to go away. If it was another kind of sadhu, I'd go and learn something from it, but the Gaudi people had nothing to learn from that. If you have no caste, you call yourself a Gaudi, you think you're, you know, beyond Varnashram. Hmm? And so many misrepresentations of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's teaching were out and about. They were, you know, opposed to the orthodox teachings of Chaitanya Vaishnavism. Bhakti Vinod in Bengal, he worked very hard, diligently to... He himself grew up with a prejudice or a bias against Gaudiya Vaishnavism, thinking it was... or that Krishna Bhakti in Raj was some kind of interpolation influenced by the British. But when he read Chaitanya Charitamrita, then he saw the Raj Leela through the eyes of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and he became a Gaudiya. So the surprise of everyone. What? Bhakti Vinod, Kedarnatha, become a Gaudiya? We thought he was going to become a Christian or join the Brahma Samaj or any of these dignified uh, uh, religious organizations. He became a Gaudiya? What? How can he How is it possible? He was such a good man. He had such a good character. And he became a Gaudiya? That was what it was like. And then he, he made his mission to put Gaudiya Vaishnavism on the, on the world stage, along with Christianity, Islam, and other world, world religions. Just some obscure cult in West Bengal with strange practices, uh, not understood, misrepresented for that matter, too. His, what task he put before himself? To put this on the world stage. This was his idea. So the way he preached, of course, Bhakti Madhavan was with this in consideration, because if you want to get on the world stage, you've got to start praising the other religions that are on the world stage. So Bhakti Madhavan said, just see the Christianity is so noble. Then there they have a sakurasa. Love thy brother. The brotherly love. And there's an area, there's the Vatsalya, and it's very generous kind of statements. And in Gaudiya, we have also the Madhuri, something more. Hmm? So he talked about, this is one example of Christianity like this. He talked about, in his Gita commentary, uh, where Krishna says, I come you after you, but he said, it doesn't mean only in India. But in other parts too, he comes. As a Shaktavesh, he teaches the Dharma according to the, the tradition, was a perennialist. He, he embraced a perennialist kind of perspective, taking the major religious traditions and their saints and, 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 and saying they're all glorified. And so if you start saying, you've got a great religion, Muhammad is really great, Jesus is great, then, then they want to listen to you a little bit. And then, this is how he got on the world stage with Gaudi Vaishnavism. And he thought, when we get up there, then, you know, then we'll, you know, in like a needle and not like a plow, excuse Prophet's example, but come out with it. What is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's dispensation and so forth? This was his part of his mission. So, uh, meanwhile, internally, yes, 
And why is it so? Because there's Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and there's the Janamaprabhu. Because how we get the Bhava? How we associate? So there is a current of Sakyabhava in Gaudi Vaishnavism. And we can trace it out also. Uh, there, there, are, there are a number of people who opine or have held the opinion that Baladeva would be Yabhushanas in Sakyabhava. You won't find anything about Madhuri Rasa in any of the writings. But uh, some, some uh, scholarly people have pointed out some affinity in this regard. Now that's not definitive, but I'm just saying. But, but then uh, I was mentioning also, you, you know, you have the lineage of uh, Sundarananda, who is Sudama, one of the, the one of the, the four Gopals that are the that are the, the, the heart, the manas, the chitta, the buddhi, and the hunkar of Krishna personified. <laughs> Incredible concept. Uh, um, uh, Sudam, amongst them, is Sundarananda. His lineage is still alive today. Have you ever seen Nayananda's work? Um, Prayabhakti Rasarama. You've seen it? Prayabhakti. Is, is that a book about Sakyarasa? Is he a Gaudiya Vajna? He certainly is. And uh, his Dwarkanath. Uh, after him wrote the Govinda Balmanataka, or what is it? Uh, Govinda Vrindavan, Nataka, the Sanskrit drama about Gopastami, the day in which Krishna becomes a cowherder officially. Uh, it's a beautiful Sanskrit drama. So this is, a, this is one, of the, one of the lineages of Gaudiya Vaishnava Masakiras that is continued today. But I said that for, there's two reasons why it's not prominent. One, because of the prominent position of, of Madhurya Rasa that Nityananda was also promoting. And secondly, because Gaudi Sampradaya became weakened, number one, or number two. And it became weakened after Janava left. And when Janava was prominent, and the Gaudi and, and the Vaishnava and the Goswami's books were available and so forth, then this emphasis on Madhurya Rasa was very, was very powerful and compelling. Mm-hmm. And so, as the, as the spiritual fiber and vitality of the Sampradaya weakened, then we had lineages, kind of like selling swarups, was their business. This was the experience of Bhakti know that some of them were, we're in this lineage, and if you don't come here, you can't get your swarup, and you're making living, but they didn't have any really some Bandhagyan to give and a picture that was substantial and was one of the it's one of the examples of how Godivashans became weak. Mm-hmm. Um, and we see it today, some some lineages are weak, right? They misrepresented and so forth. So this this was happening in Godivashanism. And unfortunately, one of the things that happened is that some of the Sankiras lineages, when they became very weakened, they felt Maduri is selling better in the market than Bunsen and Sakya. And suddenly, all the Dwasiko Pauls who are identified in Gorli, who are identified with coward boys in Krishna, also got, got a Manjari Swarup. And 
now that now they're going to be mantra involved in the There's no pramana for this, no evidence, no nothing. It makes no sense, but it, it, it happened in some places. So this is an example of really the whole thing deteriorating right into something mundane. Bhaktivinoda was confronted with this, this kind of thing. So he was an innovative and then he, he sought to renovate the Sambaraya and he did, of course. And his emphasis is clearly on Madhuri Rasa. But he, uh, in his writing, um, makes clear, and probably the example in Jaya Dharma is the most clear. There are other books that I've cited in my forthcoming book to show that, but why is he getting two characters, one in Madhuri Rasa and one in Sakharasa, if there's no Sakharasa in Gauri Sambaraya? So there is. It plays a secondary, so to speak, supportive role. Hmm? But it's a beautiful thing unto itself. And that Gopi Bob can't go on without it. These two are very compatible. <laughs> we couldn't we couldn't accommodate the Vatsalyras of, 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 of Bhavava. It's not compatible with Madhuri Rasa. So Bhavu said, Bhavi have your own Sambradaya. It's good. So there's there's an opportunity there. Sati Bhav is there in in uh, the uh, Embark Sampradaya. So in our Sampradaya, you, you, you ask the question, where is Sakharas? The answer is, where is Balaram in all of this? So that current is there. And, and, and so it's going to touch some, some, some people. Again, Prabhu was born in a family where uh, his father and mother, so they were, they were initiated in the line, not coming from Rati Siddhanta. The Saki Rasalayan coming from Udarandatta. And every year they would go to Udarandatta's place and for pilgrimage. Hmm? Prophet writes about it too. Hmm? And uh, so, these are some examples to, I hope, answer. You asked, how can there be Saki Rasa? Well, there's one more point here. One more answer. One more part to your answer. How can there be Saki Rasa? And go to the question, everybody's in the very Rasa. Well, it's not true that everybody's in the very Rasa. It is there. But now, the other question is, well, what about Prabhupada? If he's in Sanji Rasa, he's going all over the world, he was sharing what he writes to him, and the people get connected with him, they can't get Madhuri Rasa. So, problem. You know, you shouldn't think like that. Once I talked to Pramod Puri Goswami Maharaj, and I said, I said, Maharaj, let me read something to you. So I said, all right. So I read in Prabhupada's poem on the Jaladutta, where Prabhupada speaks to Krishna and negotiates with him, like I cited it this morning. And so when, when it comes to the point where when, when Prabhupada says, when I got to that, I said, oh, Sakyarasa. And I said, yes. And then he said, and I said, Marja, some people are trying to make an argument that because my Guru Marja is in Sakyarasa, therefore, if you want Madhurya Rasa, you have to go to somebody else. Some people are making this argument. And he said, Baba, If you, if your guru is absorbed in Sakyarasa and you think you have a problem, then you have a problem. 
<laughs> he said, even they get all arrangements, and that's exactly what we see that Prabhupada did. He made arrangements. How was that? I tell you, I'm cycling Prabhupada. Practically all of Prabhupada's disciples prior to his departure, if they had thought about the subject at all, what is Prabhupada's Rasa, they would have told you he's a coward boy. Shamarani is the prime example. Right. So you all would have said that. Why did they say that? Not because Prabhupada was broadcasting it from the Vyasasam, because they were actually touched by it. And it just and it's true. Where does that feeling come from in so many of them? Is it just some wrong idea? No, it's coming from his influence. But what to do? Some people coming to Prabhupada from previous life, they may have been influenced by Madhuri Rasa, so that would be their their destiny, right? Having been influenced in the previous life. Some people influenced by Sakiras coming to him and continuing. When I met Prabhupada for the first time, personally, I experienced him in a dream before I joined the mission. But when I met him personally in the Los Angeles airport, he looked right at me and I didn't say it verbally, but it was like I just met my old friend who I best friend I've known forever. And he's coming again. And he just nodded at me So some of us we are very influenced by Prabhupada personally, externally and, and internally. Now, I had the good fortune to have Pujapati Ramarsha's uh, association. One time he said, Swami Maharaj and I are not entirely one. Somebody was going, oh, problem. See, he said, Prabhupada and I are not one. Hmm? Really, what he was saying is because he was a little annoyed because the, the, the devotees were expecting to answer the questions that they had exactly the way Prabhupada answered them. And he said, you know, we're different a little bit. You know, said, okay. Uh, I'm an individual too. But later on, we asked him, you know, that someone said, well, you know, you had said once before that you and Swami Maharaj are not one. What do you mean by that? And they said, I think that you need to take us. And my affinity is for what we are also. That's a good kind of difference. Okay. Not a bad thing. So, um, so, what's the point? So, um, So, I had an association with Shudra Marsh. Hmm? Some of my godmothers also had an association with Shudra Marsh. Shudra Marsh became a more prominent influence in some of their lives than Prabhupada. No harm. Hmm? Right? There's no laws here. We, we ruled by love. And so, who made the arrangement for Shudra Marsh? to give Siksha and Sangha Association to Prabhupada's disciples. Prabhupada made the arrangement. Like Puri Maharaj said, he will make the arrangement. Hmm? Let's take Bhaktivedanta Narayan Maharaj. He was uh, also very influential. Hmm? He, he circulated around the globe a few times and he helped many of Prabhupada's disciples and so forth. And, and, and under his influence, some of them had more, much more close association with Narayan Mars than they ever had with Prabhupada. 
Some of them told me, you know, I never got to spend time in with the prophet like he did, Maharaj, but then I got to spend time with Narayan Maharaj. So they're, that's a very good so They had a close association with him. And he was, um, um, that's also Prabhupada's arrangement. Hmm? So we find that in some of Prabhupada's disciples who previously would have thought had some, some budding or very beginning affinity for identification with Sakya Rasa, they got taken in the direction of Madhuri Rasa by association. Hmm? And Prabhupada arranged for the association. Prabhupada made that happen, right? He said, if you want to associate with, uh, after my disappearance, I was massaging Prabhupada's feet at the time, and, and, and it was in uh, September 1977, and he left what, in November. September, October, I was there, and, and Tamal Krishnamar said, Prabhupada, if you pass away, how will we do the funeral? And Prabhupada said, that you can ask Narayan Maharaj, Mathura. So then Tamal Krishnamar said, Prabhupada, after you leave the world, is there anybody else we can take uh, guidance from? And Prabhupada said, for philosophy, my Bhagavad Gita, our Shri Ramachandra, That's how these two sadhus came into the influence, uh, into the circle of Prabhupada's disciples and influenced them. Prabhupada opened the door, cracked the door open. So, so as Purimar said, Baba, if you think you've got to your gurus, it's good to find a guru who has a rasa at all. He's <laughs> absorbed in sakura, so you don't have a problem. He can make all arrangements, right? Mm-hmm. So, now, it's another thing, is that you made a point that, that all the rasas are in Madhuri rasa, but all the rasas are not in sakura rasa. But actually, all the rasas are not in Madhuri rasa. <laughs> all the rasas are their own rasas. Let's look at the example Rupa Goswami gave. Rupa Goswami gives the example that there's earth, water, fire, air, ether, right? Smell, um, uh, touch, uh, taste, uh, sight, uh, touch, and sound. And if we go through these elements with ether, there's only sound. And then you go to um, air. And there's sound and touch, and then you get all the way down to earth, and you've got all of them, right? So the rasas are like this, and Madhuri rasas is like the earth, right? If you will. But it doesn't mean that Sakya rasa, Matsali rasa, uh, Dasa rasa are inside of Madhuri rasa. It means that there are elements of those rasas that are included in, in Madhurya Rasa, but in a Madhurya Rasa sense. sense. So it's like, let's use the example. If I'm holding earth, does that mean I'm holding water? Air? Ether? No, but there are some aspects of those in earth, but I have only Madhurya, only earth here. I have Madhurya Rasa. Madhurya Rasa is not mixed with Sakya Rasa, so once I'm here, it is. I want to experience it. It, it, it. it means that the primary distinguishing kind of ingredients, the primal ingredients, are also present in the rasas successively as we go up from dasya to to, 
do, do Maduria. Just a small point there. Um, so, uh, uh, now, that's it. Also, let me, let me make one more final point on this. That, um, if someone is Idealizes the subject of majority, and say it doesn't mean that you should not teach effectively about Madhuri Rasa. Nityananda was able to do that, uh, according to Nityananda. Prabhupada was able to do that. Now that you know, maybe Bhajan and Siksha, it will be certainly useful to have that kind of association. And as Prabhupada said, you can make such arrangement. Mm-hmm. And Prabhupada's also, his own sakras is influenced by Madhuri Rasa as the Priyanarma Saka. So, what do the Priyanarma Sakas not know about Madhuri Rasa? What does Subal not know about Madhuri Rasa? In Ujbalilmani, Rupa Goswami makes a statement that just that it's one gopi talking to another, trying to instill in that gopi regard for Subal, she says, what is the position of Subal? Who can estimate? Hmm? If there's no service that he does not have access to. When, the, when Krishna's lover is angry and runs away, he runs after her and brings her back and fans the divine couple hmm? while they're in, in union. What is the position of Subal? Now, it's a different that's true, than in the handmaidens of Radha. But it's, Vishnu Chakravartaka says, pretty much the same, pretty similar, um, but different. But they, they're very well uh, schooled and, uh, uh, and uh, influenced, I would say, by Madhuri Rasa. So, it's not such a black and white thing. He's in Sakharasa, he can only do this. He, he can give it in different ways. If, you want, if he sees, if he sees, if I say, oh, she's got some background from Madhuri Rasa, it's not over. It's very possible. Um, you know, how the Guru helps is a different way. One thing is to teach the teaching. You actually understand it properly. There's guys going around talking about Madhuri Rasa and gopis, and, 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 and they've got a gopi in their back pocket. So, but they're only talking about Gopi Bob and becoming a lineage of Gopi Bob. And so, you'd be better off talking to somebody who's got good character and suffer. I said, tell you more about what Gopi Bob actually is, right? They got some Bob. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, also, it's possible, Rupa Goswami teaches, about the Rasa Mujasindu, to understand another Rasa by way of, of understanding your own. But you have to have some taste to understand. So, yes. You ask, if someone's influenced by profit, how will they get career also? Hmm? They may not. So what? <laughs> so, that, so they'll get Zacharias. Is, is, is that a problem? Hmm? It's not a problem for Nityananda, it's not a problem for Balaram. But then again, they may they're influenced by Prabhupada, but as I said, the whole Sampradaya is also permeated by Madhuri Rasa. 
and its influence. So they have that influence too. So the Guru has to sort that out and help them see, oh, he's more influenced by Madhuri Rasa and help them. They can recommend association or things to read. And I have some students, they have a for Madhuri Rasa. I know. Ultimately, how you will attain the opportunity is already there through, through association, through Bodhi Sampradaya. You already have some scars for it. That's what Godi, is, Godi Western is, as you point out, is cool. So you are, everybody's got, who comes get some, some scar from Guriyarasa. You may also get some scar from, for, for Sakurasa. So they've, they've had, in, in a general sense, association that makes that opportunity available to them. How you will take advantage of that opportunity is by your own effort and sovereign. So to teach them, then, systematically, what is, what is it, what is not, to practice, that's not a difficult thing to do. Does that help? Answer your question. So you think about it a little bit, and if you're not quite satisfied, we can talk some more. Okay. Any questions? Are there? <laughs> yes. Quick question. <laughs> Gurmarj, you mentioned Dr. Obiyak Kapoor's uh, books with stories of, of uh, Gaudi Vaishnava saints. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget the names, but he mentioned some saints, uh, Gaudiya saints, who also seem to have Vatsalya, Bhava. Uh, how does this work? Well, uh, I think he mentions one lady. Do you a tie like that? So there may be some extraordinary exception, and also exceptions can be understood by uh, resorting to previous lives association. So, someone, let's take Gaudi Vaishnavism and look at it like this. It's breadth and it's depth. Okay? In its depth, it reaches to the apex of um, Madhuri Rasa, Babulasa. In its breadth, it's very, very wide. It goes everywhere. The Hare Krishna mantra is universal mantra. In South India, you can find temples where they chant 24 hours a day Hare Krishna mantra. Now, their idea behind the mantra is that they're chanting the names of Krishna, Hari, Vishnu, and, and Ramchandra. That's not wrong. It's not a wrong translation. Understanding, right? It's so the so the breath, the breath of the of the mantra, the mantra mandated that his disciples chant Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare 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 Ram, Hare Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Has a kind of a universal application, um, and they're even amongst Gaudias different opinions about how to think of it. Like, you could take the Karidas Shastra and say, no, you cannot think that that uh, Hare is Hara. That isn't right. It's, it's, whoever's saying that is crazy. They have some ulterior motive statement like that. It is Hare. You think that uh, Radharani is, is chanting her own name? She chants in Mahamantra. Yeah. Basic argument, maybe like that. Hmm? Meanwhile, 
Jiva Goswami, Raghunadas Goswami, in their commentaries, they said that Hare Mitara, Radha. So, not great, they had a difference of opinion, but Ruth and Raghunath, maybe he forgot about that part, but anyway, I don't fault him. He has, you know, he looks at it like that. Hmm? Uh, yes, Radharani chants the Maha Mantra, she'll think in a different way. Um, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was chanting the Maha Mantra, and he is trying to enter into Radha's footsteps, so he'll be chanting it the way Radha's chanting it, you could say. So he has an argument there, Arya Shastri, for example, he's passed on, but meanwhile, it's one thing in the way in which Chaitanya Mahaprabhu tries to enter into Gopi Bhava, and another way in which members of the Gopi Sampradaya will enter into Gopi Bhava. Mahaprabhu is not trying to become a mantra, he's trying to become a mada. Gopi is influenced by Mary Russell, would, would like to enter the command babies of Radha. And their, their ideal is to unite the divine couple. So they tend to see, as, as, as Das Goswami, Das and Jeeva Goswami has, this mantra is a Sambhog mantra bringing together Radha and Krishna. So they find Radha in the Maha Mantra. Hmm? Think Manjari won't chant Radha's name? Radha. Hmm? So, uh, so the different uh, conceptions. Prabhupada says, oh, it means Ram, all around. I wonder why he said that. Hmm? He's also said, but he, he has, it's being written, it's published in his books. Mm-hmm. Um, so, point is that it's a broad, it's a broad application. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is doing the Yuga Dharma and pursuing his inner, inner, his inner quest, right? So, Bhakti Nautapur predicted that all the Vaishnava Sampradayas will come under the banner of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu because he's the Yuga Avatar. You may think, well, when's that going to happen? But in one sense, it's already happened. Because all these Vaishnava Sampradayas have been given life and energy by the Gaudi Sampradaya, by particular, particular by our Paribar, our lineage within the Gaudi Sampradaya. Who would know about Embarkis going for us? Right? Who would know about the Bahavas? Hmm? Seriously. That's because of Prabhupada's work. Because prior to Prabhupada, if you did, anybody in knowledge would say Hinduism is about Advaita Vedanta. Practically, maybe, you know, we've got, what's that guy's name in Chicago? Timur. Had some weird idea about what Gaudi Vaishnavism is. But anyway, um, his, Prabhupada's campaign was, was considerable in this regard. And he, he created a bridge from India to the Americas and Europe. Made it easy for other Sampradayas to walk over. He went on that boat. It wasn't easy, but he built a bridge by his preaching. And so, if Prabhupada came to a certain area like Bombay, which he called his office, and a lot of people there were like Ram Bhakti, he would say, okay, we'll put a deity of Ram there for you. So he has a deity of Ram in Bombay. I see Ram, Ram, and Radha and Krishna and Mordecai. So, this is the breadth of it. In other words, it's an example of how Chaitanya Mahaprabhu facilitates the pursuit of, of, of Vaikuntha praying, if you want, Ram Bhav, Ram Bhakti, also, more so, in one sense, 
then the Sampradayas themselves that are focused on it. To the extent that, that without his help and influence, you might not even get it. Hmm? You know, the, uh, I'll give you a story I closed before, it's kind of funny, but there was a devotee of Viscon, a member of Viscon, and he got very frustrated with the organization, as, as some people do. And, uh, and as a result of that, he became very uh, disenchanted with Gaudi Vaishnavism in general. And so he drifted and he, and he, and he, and he ultimately became influenced by Sri Sampradaya Ramaluja, and he thought, this is the real thing. And so he became an initiated member of the Sri Sampradaya. And so he was traveling into India and he went to the capital of Sri Vaishnavism, Sri Ramalum. And so he came to enter the temple, and the Brahmin said, No, 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 only Hindus can go to the temple. He said, No, I'm Hindu. He said, No, no, only Hindus. No, I am Hindu. I know no, only Hindus. A little bit of India. So uh, he said, No, no, and I have a paper here that shows, this is my initiation letter, shows I'm initiated. Hindu, see? And then the priest said, No, no, only Hindus. You understand? So he got so frustrated and, 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 and without thinking about it, he said, Oh, Hare Krishna. And he said, Oh, Hare Krishna. Come in. So, Bodhi Sampradaya is, is given some life to these other lineages that are known in academia, largely through prophets, campaigned in other forms of Vedanta, it's not just a way to Vedanta and so forth. And, and so on. And um, so, you know, his campaign was broad and he was trying to bring people in somehow or other. And then he had his own focus as well. Some people are acquainted more with his own internal focus, some more with the breadth of it, and um, and so on. So, um, uh, what was the question? So it's broad, and and then so there may be somebody with background of what Sali from previous life, and then they come to go to the rest of them, and they get nourished. Everybody will be nourished by Chaitanya. All, all, all forms of God are within him. I mean, Krishna does come here and makes a long argument in Chaitanya Charge how Krishna is slime Bhagavan, and Narayan is a this is this expansion. This is the source of all avatars. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna. And then he makes this long, forceful scriptural argument. He says, But if some people want to see Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as Shiradakshay Vishnu, there's no problem. He's also Shiradakshay Vishnu. That's true too. Not wrong. It's not very flattering, he says, but it's true. That they want to see. No problem. Let you cover it there. We, we, we can take care of everybody. <laughs> That's Gaudi Vaishnavism. Meanwhile, it has its depth of its, its specific higher ideal and so forth. There's two sides to it. Yubhidharma and brain. Okay? Okay. Anything else? So, nice to meet with you all, and tomorrow we have, tomorrow we'll get into this up, and I don't know if I will go into the, continue with the discussion we've been having, we're going to give initiation to some students who asked, and, and so we'll talk a little bit about that. Um,
but we'll try and continue the discussion uh, about that we started kind of spontaneously on Valdez morning and we've get to some stopping point that's reasonable before the end of the festival. <laughs> 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 <laughs>